You are now listening to Okay Now Listen, a bi-weekly show where we chat about what's on our minds, what we're binging, and what's blowing up our timelines. I'm Scotty Beam, a media personality, content creator, music enthusiast, and a wing connoisseur still, yes. <laughs> and I'm Sylvia Obell. I'm a culture writer, host, producer, and lover of Beyonce. Still, yes. Pray for Ivy Park back. Please, please, no, God, I mean, you send know, me like, a box. I just, I just want Ivy like uh, a crumb, like a, like a, like a, ha- like you know, like uh, I actually know I really want that brown crop top one that's loose because it's so hard to find like a loose mm-hmm. crop top that like will hide your back fat and all that other stuff. So like I was like, oh, this mm-hmm. looks really mm-hmm. cute, but I would, I've never been able able to even get my hands on Ivy Park with my own money. <laughs> like even when I'm like right. I'm trying to b- buy this I can't do it let alone get the little influencer box that some of us <laughs> one of us <laughs> has already been blessed with yes and so maybe maybe she'll just allow my prayer to get me. past you can hers call you can, call can she me. just get her prayer past? Ivy Park Beam can I get one excuse me can we just pray for that Sylvia gets Hello. one now <laughs> listen I I I appreciate you I love you as a friend Sylvia but I also will be looking out for myself um, Ivy Park Beam is in the building. Please, I ask you, um, send my friends some, some, like, you know, merch. But also, think of me, too. All is fair with love and Beyonce. <laughs> Listen, I love you. All, All right, right. So yes. Okay. Sorry. First things first. First things first, mm-hmm. Sylvia. Mm-hmm. I gave you game last episode. Boy, game. and boy, did Twitter 100%. not let me forget it. <laughs> 100%. We need an update. The people want to know if you started building the roster. The people need to know. Let's go. And I need to know because I didn't talk to you for a whole damn week. So let me tell, <laughs> tell me something. I mean, listen, I I feel like step one, it's like, you know, when you're doing a science experiment, like first one, you got like gather data. You got to like gather, mm-hmm. you know, get out in the, you know, get out in the pool and get your little test. But it's like, I feel like I've, you know, trying week one has really been spent trying to open myself up to meeting people who could be on my roster in a safe way. Cause it's hard. Like in my defense, we're in COVID. Right. So I did spend all but one day in my apartment <laughs> since our last conversation. And that one day I dipped my toe out. You know what I mean? Was to be with some, you know, like a small group of fellowship Aggies, you know, cause, and we'll get to that. But I, I'm trying to, you don't need to step out. Yeah, no, you like I'm really like, out. yeah, I'm, that's okay. limited. I also signed up for a dating app. Um, our EP Jasmine Lawson was not playing about holding me, her, my neck to the fire. So, um, I, you know, we're going to see how that goes. You know what I mean? And I will say, you want to talk about check-ins and updates. Nobody, I mean, you did claim you were going to help me meet some niggas, Scotty, virtually. You did say that. You said that it's been two weeks. There's like a lot, apparently there's a line of friends behind me who are also waiting for their turn. I, (laughs) I am a woman of my word, but I need, I did not know how mediocre some <laughs> niggas are until I went on live and I asked for them to jump in my DM and talk to me about who they are. Um, mm-hmm. well, some niggas couldn't even scratch the surface. <laughs> um, 
but I don't, you know, I don't need depth, depth, but for my Sylvia, I need a bit more depth than what they were giving. And so I said, okay. So you said I how have, ghetto, you said how ghetto it was it, No, here. no, I knew that it was ghetto, Sylvia. I always <laughs> knew the ghetto exists. I just knew, I just thought that I had better on my profile. <laughs> and I did. <laughs> Who the fuck am I to think that I have superb niggas Quality following niggas. me? <laughs> Absolutely not. So I feel like I'm, the quality niggas also are afraid to would be afraid to put themselves on the auction block. Literally, that that's is true. Your IG live, afraid perhaps. of rejection and stuff like that. But you know, man up, man the fuck up. <laughs> like I got, I got some. I mean, like Sylvia, I'm just yeah. Like I have some fire <laughs> ideas. I just need. Like, just give me three, four quality niggas to give you. And then from there, you will do whatever you want to do. But I'm just going to end you. Yeah. Well, maybe we don't do it so publicly. Maybe. I know I would love it to be less public. Maybe you just reach out. Like, you know, maybe we just do it the old fashioned way. (laughs) Instagram live removed. Well, maybe I can do an Instagram live talking about, again, talking about the niggas that I want. Hopefully this reach, and I, I'll save it on my profile because last time I forgot to save it and put it on mm. there and keep it there because people were like, what were you talking about? I was tagged in something. What are you talking about? And I was like, <laughs> I don't have time to be explaining shit. And you I don't even know that you. they can message you privately if they feel like they yes, are. Yes, I will do that. So that yeah, way sure. they may, because maybe they're like me, horrified at the idea of doing this publicly. So fine, Sylvia. <laughs> we will respect your wishes. But I am getting on that motherfucking live and I'm gonna come with a list of demands. I'm gonna have to put my notifications on for your ass because I missed it last time. The last time. Oh yeah, you missed that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My list my list of demands. But you know, there's that. Oh, but I'm glad okay. that you decided to get that dating app together. I can't wait. And I also need to see it. Can you please screenshot what the fuck it says? What's the bio? What's going on? Like what are you saying? You want receipts? Yeah, no receipts. All right. Well, I'm. I'm. Well, the one I applied to, we ain't gonna do no free. <laughs> I no, ain't gonna say this until until I know it's good. But and let's just say it requires a, it requires secondary verification and application approval. So I'm waiting for that because it's mm. like one of those that are not just open for everybody. I'm dipping mm. in step at a time. It's the okay. one Jasmine had me found. So I like I'm this. once they once they approve your girl. Free to play. I will. I will run all the copy by you. <laughs> you can select my photos. So excited! Oh gosh, I can't wait. And we doing that one in the bathtub too. All right, let's no. move on. If if you don't know what I'm talking about, go on her Instagram Please right now on. and find don't. find the tub picture I'm talking about with her in the road. Was, was there a road? Jamel Hill for that. Mm. Yes. Anyway, back okay. back to today, because honestly, it's it's a rough week for me. Mm. Why is it a rough week? Black folks, check on your Aggie friends if you oh. have any. <laughs> yes. We're not okay. We're we're not okay, and like it's <laughs> we. Yo, the fact that it's so sincere that I dead ass was like, she said, "Wait, what? What happened? What happened? <laughs> wait, what's going on? I thought we was going off script. I'm like, wait, what's happening? What's going on? <laughs> Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Keep going. No, this is off script, but the script was scripted properly because <laughs> our producers know right, that right, I right. am not okay. <laughs> and 
And when I realized that this recording was actually definitely taking place the exact week that my ass would have been getting prepared to go to Greensboro, North Carolina mm-hmm. and live it the fuck up. It's it's sad. It's oh, like, Jesus. you know, I like it was still in my calendar, Scotty. That's where her. It's like, you know, like when you clear things off, but then there's little evidence crumbs that you forgot to sweep through <laughs> like the hotel reservation. Was still saved to my calendar, even though I got my money back. Thank God. Of course. But <laughs> we, it was like, prepare. It was like, oh, Google Cal, what do I have to do this weekend? Oh, you're stay at the Sheridan Greensboro? No, bitch, I ain't going. <laughs> yeah, no, I was, I'm hurt. I am. First of all, I had, I know we say this every fucking episode, but <laughs> I had plans. I had plans. We should change this episode. I mean, this whole podcast. I had plans. <laughs> That's funny. T- okay, I had plans. <laughs> okay, I had plans. But like, so this year was supposed to be the year I showed the fuck out. You hear me? Last year. Oh, this year, as opposed to last. Last year, be, last year I didn't go. Last year I was oh, doing the. I did the homecoming tour with Pepsi, and I was That's working. I wasn't able to go to Spell House Homecoming, so I missed it. I was like, you know, I got to grind. I got to work trying to whole clown talking about, oh, <laughs> you know, I got to get this money. I got to do this. I got to do that so that next year I could show the fuck out. I could buy my own little section. I could buy my own little bottles. It's going to be crazy. And then this shit happens. And I have all this saved Homecoming money that I <laughs> Just knew. burning a hole in your pocket. <laughs> You know what you can do? You know what the the alum listening, the 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 those, you know, those people are gonna be like, donate it. I know. I know. Give back. But here's Give the joke. Give back to here's, your here's, here's the joke. I didn't graduate. So y'all can have No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, y'all. I'm kidding. I'm going to donate. She's to, a little serious. I'm a little serious because y'all niggas didn't give me not a degree, but I still give back. I still donate too, because HBCUs are super important. And um, it's essential, and I do want my kids to go, and I want my kids' kids to go. So in order to keep that going, I have to keep- I want them to exist. Yes, and I mean, I think that that's a real thing because these homecomings, just to talk about the impact, even just beyond our lack of ability to have fun, they're this is the big money makers for the cities they're in, especially for somebody like me who like. My school's in, not in like a predominantly like it's not in a DC or in an Atlanta. Yeah. It's in Greensboro, North right. Carolina. Like, what else is happening there? That's not Aggie related. Right. You know, I know like it's the same way for like the FAMU students or people whose schools are in just like random cities. Mm-hmm. It's like they're big, like one of their top money makers of the year, both for the university and the cities. So like a lot of people have been talking about like you know, there's been a lot of like how can we fill the gap, virtual homecoming type stuff. I know like. A&T has apparently stolen Jasmine Lawson's hashtag as she made it clear to me about stay at home coming with the Beyonce thing. But that's a hashtag I've been seeing, stay at home coming. Like they're trying to do virtual events. I know you've seen it too, like brands like BET, YouTube. YouTube had a great, it had a pretty great one. Like I watched it. It was fun to watch. I had a good time. Um, It had me, you know, what what YouTube did is had me like sit there and reminisce on all the good times. And I had such an amazing time just looking back on my Facebook pictures. I was looking at my Facebook pictures and watching the YouTube special. But, you know, we might not be able to turn up at our homecomings this year. But we can at least reflect back on some of our best moments, our best moments, Sylvia, 
from last homecomings and also give some love to our HBCUs. You're right, because you know, you know I love to get on your nerves about how much I love oh, me Lord. some North Carolina Agricultural and Technical State Please. University. And the Aggie Pride is alive and well, y'all. For those who can't see me, know I'm geared up. I'm strapped up in the merch right now. AT on my chest. 1891 on my chest. The original at mascot dog, not the new one, on my chest. <laughs> so let's let's get into it because I miss my Aggies and I I just would love to talk and reminisce. So let's do it. So before we get into our walk down memory lane, our homecoming lane, <laughs> some folks might have never been to a homecoming or even known what it is. Like, so Sylvia, because you're hmm. great at explaining, can you share with the people a little bit, the black people, not the white people? I want you to give the black explanation <laughs> about what these homecomings are all about. Yes. And, you know, first and foremost, I'd love to pour some out for the black people who never got a chance to experience HBCU homecoming pre-COVID. I, oh, my gosh. I'm sorry that your community failed you in that way. Stop I mean, it. Even if you didn't. No, I don't even mean that you didn't go. Not that you didn't attend, but that you never even went to a friend's homecoming, like, later. Like, your yeah. friend never brought you. Like, your HBCU friend never brought you. Yeah. To homecoming, or you know, yeah. what I mean, like that sense. Like everybody has the right to go to a school they want to. That's not what yeah, I mean. So you know, bad. we chose. We we voted to be free. We're free. Make your choice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that if you have not attended or at least got to via Instagram story virtually experience somebody else experiencing homecoming, yeah. my apologies. Um, we homecoming is technically about a football game. Um, <laughs> that, but only those of us like <clears throat> A&T who have good football teams actually oh acknowledge God. that part of homecoming, <laughs> but you know, it's, it's, a, it's usually based on a certain weekend. They kind of spread at least the HBC ones out. I think they allow us to maybe have two, three a week. Cause they're usually all in October. Um, they spread us out cause you can't have too many niggas in one spot. It's going to be an issue. Um, but homecoming is really just a time where alumni come back to campus and we celebrate our school pride and you know so we root on the team there's step shows there's concerts where like real artists come like our hbcu concerts are really like homecoming concerts are where you got to see your favorite rappers and rappers rappers for like the free five ten dollars tops like i saw i've seen rick ross t-pain jeezy um, Drake and Nicki Minaj, like J. Cole, obviously, because I went to school in North Carolina. Like, it, there's so many stars that I got to see that I would now have to pay hundreds of dollars to see that I got to see for free. They were coming to us. That's right. Us. And I know some schools, <clears throat> Howard, would like to make you think that they're the only school that celebrities go to, but that is incorrect. No. They are at... Most of the top five to six HBCUs, you like, you will find big stars there. Um, we all have like famous alum because you know the Black Arts Movement is big. Like I, it's really just, I think so. Technically, yes, it's about coming back to campus for a football game, and there's tailgating and fish fries, and the yard is packed, and people are on the plots drinking, and there's parties that surround it throughout the week, and like you know. Some schools have a full calendar week, like I know A&T does. We start with Sunday with the gospel to 
to um, ask ahead of time for God to forgive us for how we're about to act for the rest of the week. <laughs> there's a pep rally, you know, there's a comedy show, there's all these things. So it's that in like structure, but spiritually it's the time where we get to go back and go back into the bubble that only really exists at HBCU campus where you are the majority again. You're the majority. You are surrounded by blackness. I see a lot of memes, especially right now in 2020, like where in the world is it safe to be black? I think, I don't think there is a place, but I feel the safest when I am at my HBCU campus surrounded by people in authority who understand, respect, and are looking out. We look out for each other and it's like, a, it's fellowship. That's where I'm looking for. It's the fellowship of just coming together with people who knew you before, knew you when, da, 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 have history with and just love you. It's like a, it's like a big ass cookout, but huge yeah. essentially. And, and it's multiple days and it's a great time. And yeah, so homecoming, it's, it's one of those things that you really have to experience to really understand, but there's nothing like it. There's no place like homecoming, you know, like that's that's really it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, um, even though I spent, I only spent two and a half years at Clark Atlanta University, it was the probably the best two years, two years and a half. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Don't count that extra the semester because Lord knows they charge you for it. Hello? They charge you for that semester, Hello? so you can count it. So um, <laughs> it was it was extremely special. I always try to make it back for homecomings because, aside from you know whatever was happening with me at Clark at the time, mentally and emotionally. I have built some of the strongest bonds at that school. Mm ever and I could never ever ever have a like a, a distaste in my mouth for any HBCU um, especially that's created an experience like mine I am so grateful and when I say like I am so grateful they these friends the people that I've met the experiences that I've had literally stay with me to this I am 30 years old and I still can laugh and smile just thinking about some of the times I've had at that school, some of the most endearing moments, the, the, the relatable moments, the moments where I felt like I was alone, I wasn't alone. We've had deep, in-depth talks um, with each other that I, I just know I still haven't gotten anywhere else. You know, yeah. especially when I was learning about myself at that time, learning that there were people like me uh, that were similar to me, that had some of the same experiences, really helped me grow. And it didn't necessarily help, help me grow at that moment, but I took those things with me for later on in life to apply, mm. and it worked out. So when I go back to homecoming, when I go to homecoming, it really is a mental check-in for me mm. because my friends mm -hmm. are there. And it's it's kind of, it is self-care, talking to it your is. friends, checking in and like updating. It's spiritual. People think I'm playing. I mean that like, yes. it's good for your soul. Yes. Like it's, I, I remember one homecoming, the one time <laughs> I've been laid off, like I remember home, it was like a week or two before homecoming one year. And I was like, damn, should I not go? Because like, 
now I don't have as much money, you know, like I, whatever, like I, you know, it was like all these things. I mean, you know, I was just thinking like, should I go? And I remember my mom saying like, no, you need to go now because like you need to be around that love experience and know that, that you had a life before this job. You're going to have a life after, after it. Like absolutely. all of those things, like it's real because it's going back to your core group. Like you said, the friends I've made at ANT are lifetime friends. Like yeah. these are my girls. Like, we at this point because like you said we're 30 it's been about 10 years of friendship a decade yeah. of yeah. like friendship with these with people these men and women it's not just that these are just women that, but like yes. it's a bond that it's kind of like I, I guess like when couples go back to where they first met you know what I mean but yeah. like friendships it's like you go back to where it started for all of us and that common bond unites people in a way that is really unexplainable, but it's forever. And I think that's why we say, like, whatever pride. Like, everybody has their little champ. For us, it's Aggie pride. That's what that means. Like, we take pride in this shit. And also, like, seeing the growth in people. Like, yes. shit, y'all. Let me tell y'all something. <laughs> the growth. Even, like, my friends that know me from college. Every time, like, every time they see me, they're like, yo, I am so proud of you. Because... <laughs> You see the growth. It is there. Right. It is apparent. You know, I I think all of us had our own shit, you know, and we saw yeah. right through the shit and we saw you do some fucked up shit, but we saw you grow out of that. And the people can really be proud of you. It's not like people who just followed you on Twitter, like in the, yes. in the middle of it or whatever. They've seen the evolution of you. Yes. And that's family. That makes people family. And it is like you have those inside jokes that you can't make in your regular day life in your workplace that you can make there with these people because they get the references. But to, to drive the point home, going to an HBCU, I know we both feel no regrets. Best nope. decision I ever made. Zero was to go to an HBCU. There's nothing like it, and it was a beautiful four years. And I think, again, that's why Homecoming feels so special because you get to go back and have a taste of that. Because Ugh. when you go into the real world, you realize how much we took for granted that bubble. Because, I mean, they tell you. They say, they're like, listen, it ain't going to be like this when you get out of here, bruh, bruh. You're going to have to whatever. But I, I loved... I loved my A&T upbringing. I love my professors. I write and acknowledge them all the time because it's the level of care and um, nurturing that happens even there. It's like they just get that we're working at a disadvantage and like and that we they get how things have been set up against us. So like it really it's the fun like it has the the additives that we need that I feel like everybody should get to experience if you're a black student in I this think, country. Yes, yes. Especially if you have to walk in with your blackness all the time. Take a motherfucking break. You know, you don't have to do that here. Outside of from getting a great education, you know, HBCUs also know how to throw a goddamn party, right? And yes. Homecoming is definitely has nothing to do with none of the educational stuff we spoke about and everything to do <laughs> nothing. with the party. We ain't even going to stop. We're not going to cap here on this podcast. I'm to you here. What I, what I do love about, like, yes, there's a lot of rivalries, like, within the HBCU community about our homecomings. We joke and we laugh. It's very much like that shit where it's like, these are my cousins, Right, like the other HBCUs were cousins, we can talk about each other. But you better not come out your motherfucking mouth and say anything. Absolutely not. If you ain't go to not one HBCU, Absolutely you're not allowed not. to make the jokes. I, I recently you're not allowed cursed to have out. The beef. 
I recently <laughs> cursed out. I swear, I recently cursed out a whole ass Uber driver because he <laughs> wanted to come outside his mouth and talk about why he went to King University and you know why he's happy oh. he didn't go to Lincoln <laughs> University. Watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. Yeah, and then by, right. by the end of the ride, our dialogue was so great that he said that he's going to try to talk his son into going. And that's the change we want to see in the world. Thanks for being the change there, Scotty. Thank you. Thank Back you. Back to these rivalries, Jeez. though. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. I'm just, I'm just sorry. But yes. Rivalry, but back to I'm not big on them. But while yeah. there are some that are better than others. And I will say, I'm going to be gracious here. Obviously, Spellhouse is in that mix. You know, y'all have y'all great years um, at the AUC down there. I mean, I understand it takes three universities to match our one university's energy. But you guys get it done. You, you cannot speak because you have not went. I need y'all to go. First of all, I went on a whole ass tour. I went on a homecoming tour last year. When we come back, you're coming to G. Oh, I'm going to, and G-Ho. I'm going and I to need Spellhouse. To see it. I we will create a score it. board, <laughs> and I want we will have to a, a criteria roster, fine ass frats. Okay, I mean, and down. Like, I need them all because... Yes, and I know, like, I know, for example, that there's everybody, I feel like homecomings have categories, right? Like, are the parties lit? Usually always, like, but also I think some of the narrow home, like, the narrower points that sometimes give other people the edge is, like, one thing I can say about Jiho is, like, we're welcoming to everybody. Ain't no, like, you have to have gone there to enjoy it or like to understand how it operates. Like I've like sometimes like there's some HBCU alum. I mean, places where like I've been in DC during Howard's homecoming. Those are the only times I've ever like actually been there. I've never purposefully gone, but there's times like, for example, last year I was there for a wedding during, it was a Hampton wedding during Howard's homecoming, which to me was a special kind of petty <laughs> that they did it in DC. But <laughs> I literally, was like it's so much of this like because it's a big city i can even see the differences in like when your homecoming is in a city where there's always going to be other stuff going on versus being in a city where it's solely devoted devoted to your school and what y'all are doing mm-hmm. but let's talk about the things that are do's and don'ts for every homecoming because i know that getting the party tickets ahead of time is definitely a do <laughs> yes. because the motherfuckers sell out <laughs> because the capacity you have to call the fucking promoter <laughs> the niggas that you know because they promise tickets to every fucking but oh i got you i got you now nah, i got you definitely what you doing tonight now nah, get that definitely. shit in writing <laughs> get that For ticket real before you get there don't trust get the whatever verification nigga. you need don't wait till the night of that party because <laughs> that nigga is phone's gonna be off, off. and he's gonna be inside having a good time Right. Drinking the money, the drinks that everybody's money paid for. Facts. So, again, I say to you, please get your tickets secured. Secure your tickets because nobody wants to be that person in the crew who gets left at the hotel because you will oh, get no, no, no. left at the no, hotel. They, see, the thing is, <laughs> I will say that there are people that don't get left at the hotel but get left at the door because they're like, oh, no, 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 no. I'm just going to show up at the oh. door and I'm going to know somebody. <laughs> And then I'm going to get right in. I'm going to be fine. Just, you know, we just all going to walk in because people think that if we walk in with like a We crowd, walk in together. Yo. <laughs> and I've seen the humblest moments where niggas is like, 
humble. Nah, I'm sorry. You gotta wait. I did your homework all through freshman to senior year, nigga. I did your algebra homework, and you can't let me into this party. Yo, Hell I no. let you have my cash card, <laughs> and you mean to tell me that you can't have all me my Aggie bucks? Damn, my flex dollars. Damn, that's crazy. So yeah, it's wild. But yes, it's like the episode of Girlfriends when they get when they try to get into the club Yo. and like buy it and Tony. That is the closest thing to what it'd be like at these doors, okay? Fact. It is I could take you hilarious. I, could take you. I do not know him. I don't But I would him. like to say, as somebody who left and like college to went to a big city like New York, experienced mm-hmm. industry Hollywood level parties. Like at this point, I've been to the Oscars, my nigga. So at this point, <laughs> I can better judge how childish it is of certain people to hold lines when the club is empty on the inside. Just let niggas in. Like, just let them in. Like, you know, like early, like, just stop trying to look like the hottest party at homecoming because the the club line is wrapped around the block. Like, nigga, it's homecoming. Just let people get in and have a good time, bro. We're not here for the pomp and circumstance mm -mm, sometimes. It's because they be having that whole, you, uh, free drinks before 11 and so to be holding this motherfucking line that is till 11 of, right, <laughs> till 11 11 02 like, you in that bitch right and then that's when you see the line moving you're like damn nigga like y'all let five women sip on some champagne drink for free yo sip some alizé just so that y'all can save money get out my face yo i would ooh, i'd be so mad the club promoters are my nemesis. I can't. I cannot stand <laughs> club promoters. Shut the <laughs> fuck up. Shut up. Ooh. Oh, please. This is a don't. Do not. Please do not. You want to make it to the end of homecoming here alive and on this earth. Please don't break no stroll line. I ask you all the time. <laughs> It is It is not your business. I don't care how drunk you are. I don't care if you didn't see them behind you. I don't care. <laughs> Be aware of every surrounding that you have. Every All your Please. surroundings. Your back Please, and your front. If you break that stroll, stroll line, there is nothing that I can do, that Sylvia can do. That, <laughs> there's nothing we can do. And, as, and it's hard. It. And the training is hard because every school knows certain stroll songs that were like yes. those people's songs. Yes. So like I just hear the song and I know to move out the way. If you knew, you'd be like, "Oh, that's my shit." Nope. Like, no, girl. No, no, no. This ain't your shit. Not today. You gonna dance? Not we gonna go shit. get a drink and we gonna dance by the right. bar right now, real quick, because it's about we to get watch some stroll. dangerous. No. You, know, you hear a boot. You hear a gold boot oh hit God. the ground, child? Wow, run. You hear fuck the mother <laughs> niggas because I'm down for my... You know, hey, I should move out. I should move out my way because the alphas are coming. Or she got a donk. You hear that? You know that the deltas are here and you should probably stay clear because they will molly whop your ass all up and through that homecoming. Is, was that their song? I feel like everybody has other things. Like, I think, like, I know... It's, it's, that's how I know I'm getting old, too. Like, I know back that ass up with somebody's. I feel like it might have been the deltas. I know they definitely danced to Diva Beyonce that year because, like, that came out, like, while we were in college and, like, yeah. you know, the, they called themselves, like, the devastating yeah, divas. divas. So, like, yeah. that kind of stuff, like... I forget, like I know like I know the songs when I hear them, but sometimes it's like oh whatever. But speaking of, since you brought it to the Greek world for a second Ooh. there, who has the best plot 
at your homecoming? What is the plot that everybody is running to for the food or the better drinks? Like, what is what is that situation like at Clark or Spell House? Uh, I okay. like to keep. I don't even my know how y'all frats options work. open. <laughs> um, I try to make sure that I grab a little of everything from everywhere. Oh, um, no, I see you. You're gonna be diplomatic. Being I, no, no, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you where I end up. I end up okay. at the Alpha Tent every time mm. because that's where you go to look for <laughs> the men. I'm not saying what kind of men because I'm not about to get shot or in trouble. I'm minding my business. But I will have you know, I get my Q oil. I do. I take that, that very school. seriously. I have to yeah. go get the Q oil. But packs for, a punch. Right. <laughs> it packs for a, punch. a good time. <laughs> I head all over to the Alpha Tent because that's where the, the eye candy is. The eye candy. <laughs> I usually end up at the Alpha Plot too. I do think that like the convenient thing about A&T is that the plots are all very close. Like literally there's a side, like a, like a little skinny street separating like the alphas from the Q plots. Like mm-hmm. at, at A&T, it's Musi and BE. Like, they're right across the street from each other. And like the Kappas are like pods, like right on the other side of the steps that everybody stands on, like in mm-hmm. the yard pictures. And then like up the hill is like the Delta plot, down the hill is the AKA plot. But they're all like, it's on like this row, I guess if you will, like this like street. Like I think of it as a New York City block. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just all on the same block, essentially. So it's like, that's the pictures at Jiho that you see where it's just crowds of people down like, on one street and like one hill, it's like everybody's on all the plots and you're just seeing everybody and it's just a very everybody ends up at the plots after the game essentially that's like the main thing there's definitely like you know i quite enjoy the fish the fish um plates that the cues make um at a and t mm-hmm. i i stop and get a plate of that for sure thank you to all of the men who have provided me um nourishment because yes. it's important. You want to talk about a, a rule of homecoming? Eat, coat your stomach because it is a marathon, not a sprint. And especially the day, the Saturday of the football game, because we're starting so early, mm. you start in the day mm. and you end when you die. Mm. And it is <laughs> it's a long road. And as we get older each year, I realize how much I've modified my evenings because usually I could do the football game and the party at night. Like now I can only do like, I'll do the day party Friday, the night party Friday, the yard Saturday. I stopped doing the Saturday night parties because we got, we prefer to start going to now things in which we now as older people can like, oh, let's go to a bar. Let's hang out on somebody's, like, somebody running a big-ass Airbnb. Let's all have a kickback there. Like, we kind of have made a slightly chiller. Like, there's still a Saturday night party happening for the kids who can handle that. There's several. There's a ton. I Me and my going. friends have stopped, stopped going. going to a Saturday night party a couple years ago because we are tired and the yard has worn us out. It's worn us out and we're tired and we're drunk. Another do, do mind your business. And I mean this wholeheartedly mind your business if i disappear don't ask don't call oh 
It happens. Oh, you want to talk about people disappearing now, in Hong Kong? Say, your friend. <laughs> it's it's important to like. I know, like we try to make sure we stay together during t- tailgate. Tailgate is the time. Like Friday, usually, you know, you want to chill out still a little bit. You get drunk, yes, everything, but you want to make it to your Airbnb. You know, or your hotel so that you can get ready in the morning. Saturday is the most important day. I don't care what any, to me, tailgate is the it for me. So, no, yeah, that is the day. Yeah, that's the day the everybody, it. you're going to see everybody. Right. Not everybody's going to make a, buy a ticket to the party. Right. Some people are going to get caught up at the door, right. like we said. Right. Some people got too drunk at the day party, didn't make it. The only place that everybody's making it is it's the tailgate. yard on Saturday. That is free. That's why. So now. <laughs> that's why. And they can bring their kids. Right. <laughs> But see, I, I'm not even. I haven't even seen that yet. I want to see that. But um, oh, the people bringing babies. Yeah, bring their babies. But um, what I was gonna say is, you know, friends, mind your business. If I say, yo, I'm out, I give you the sign give off. Give another bitch no. That's all yeah, I'm saying. Like, get, I have to tell my friends one or te- person te- or in the text crew the group know. chat. Like, text the group yeah. chat. Yo, you know where I'm going. I'm out. And rece- but we also know that reception is terrible. The day of the yard on most yards because there's too many of people that is true in one given space that is true so you really do gotta oh, give the dead. whole like hey look into my eyes sis i'm gonna see you later i'm gonna see you later <laughs> i'm out right so because there is a lot of yard politics too because we all know the awkwardness sometimes of not just running into people who you may have hooked up with in the past or exes but also like there's the people who like could have been, should have been, maybe. Oh yeah, because you was in a relationship. Because you was in a relationship in college, and you knew you had you a few niggas that you was like, if I wasn't in this relationship, I would definitely hit. So yes, those were the ones that, um, especially if y'all are both single, why not? Like it's homecoming. We'll never talk about this again. I'm not saying that I did it. I've never, I've never done that. Which is not crazy. saying that she hasn't done it. I have no, I ha- I haven't, I haven't done that. That's crazy. You haven't say. what? I haven't done that. I have not hooked up with somebody saying? from like from college that I was like, oh, you know, one day I'm a I'm a hit you. One day I'm a hit you. Have you not hooked up with anybody? Period during homecoming. I've hooked up with a person during homecoming, <laughs> and it was a, a <laughs> constant person during homecoming oh so like you had a you had a homecoming buddy if yeah. you will like a like a, a homecoming like because that's the other thing we all have those people sometimes when we're single asterisk <laughs> right <laughs> we're gonna leave that when we're single asterisk here yeah. even though some of y'all niggas be leaving y'all girlfriends at home on purpose but which is that's another conversation for town. another time that's nuts yo <laughs> I mean, the only thing crazier than the people who leave their girlfriends at home are the people who leave their wives at home on purpose so because crazy, those nah. exist as well. But to me, I just think it's funny how people do have like that. That to people try to set it up also a little bit before homecoming, get there like a couple weeks leading up to Facts. it, where you're like, how who who am I gonna set up? Like who am I gonna set it up with? Or like who who are my options? Where is my potential homecoming roster? Option A, B, C, D. You know, because it's a it's a hodgepodge, and it really a lot of time ends up on circumstance and who you actually manage to run into and see. And you know, there's those, those looks you get like that look. If somebody give you that look across the yard, mm-hmm. like and you're like, oh, I see what time he's on. I have a great 
not a, not a crazy story, but a, a homecoming Please. story where there is a picture that exists where all three <laughs> of my niggas are in the same picture with me. And it's so random. <laughs> it's me taking a stressed. picture uh, with just one of them. The other nigga is in the background and the other nigga, like you can see a side of him, like just one side. <laughs> And it's like, wow, it's all three of them in the same, you know, listen. Happy homecoming in one photo. For real, for real. So, yeah. And and I was definitely like, you know, um, I was single during that time. But of course. I was saying, yeah, it's impo- like some people, I don't know, you know, some people reach out a few days before because they got to check the temperature. Get Yo, that guarantee, you as yeah, um, yeah, yeah, Darren Brand yeah. calls it at yeah, A&T. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where are you going? You coming? Oh, I, I just want to see if he was coming. You yeah. going to homecoming this year? It's not because they want to just cheers with you or take a shot with you at the Facts. party, sis. <laughs> but it's, it's always been like tailgate for me. Tailgate is my thing. I love it. I cannot wait to go to it again. No, yeah, I do think the do or rules in general is mm-hmm. very much when um, when it comes to rekindling old flames or my or like old crushes or you know you know whatever. We all grow and move to cities and get to meet new people who we went to school with and stuff like that. But any of those said situations, staying low is key on that list because a lot of people do treat homecoming like Vegas. Like what happens at homecoming stays at homecoming, which I and think it's like you, should. which is because sometimes I'm not saying it's been me, but sometimes you might find <laughs> yourself making out with somebody at homecoming, then like who you ain't seen in a while, and then you go look at them up on the gram, and it's like, oh, that nigga has a whole girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta, you gotta sit this one like, out. You gotta like, just walk away. That's to me, crazy. it just be like, I'm like, wow, y'all niggas is bold. Like, y'all just out here. Do you know how many cameras are out during homecoming? Like, the cameras are everywhere. You can get caught in the background of somebody's shit. They don't but care. They don't. I feel like to me, that my most, well, when it comes to this category of homecoming, my most homecoming, like, HBCU st- scenario of this was one time I was, um, <clears throat> Kissing, or I, I guess you could say making out with somebody in um, the hallway of my hotel that I was staying at. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, well, I guess technically it was like the stairwell. You know how like hotels have like stairwells. And, like, right. We were coming out of said stairwell, in which you know, nobody uses, nobody's coming up the steps. Especially if you're on like the, the 35th floor. If anybody sees you coming out of a stairwell with a dude, they're not going to think that you guys were just in there remembering the cheer for the football game earlier. <laughs> it's like, whatever. <laughs> so we come out of the stairwell. Guess who the fuck is in the hallway? I can't even, I don't even have it. Who? Jesse Jackson. Jesus. <laughs> Civil rights leader. <laughs> Famous Aggie alum. <laughs> like noted. It's like, because this is to me the quintessential HBCU experience because only at an HBCU homecoming can you get caught creeping by a civil rights leader that you read about in history class. Like, why? What? <laughs> Yo, that is incredible. Yeah, no, nah, I've never had that. But that is, that's uh, something to remember. 
That's something to remember. But, I mean, it's it's, it's it's something to tell the kids about when they're grown. You know, there's a lot of homecoming stories that kids will never, never learn about. But, yes, I think when it comes to the whole messy portion of homecoming, which is how people be acting um, with each other in that sense, it's very much a understanding of, I say treat it like Scotty says to treat cuffing season. No expectations. Zero. Don't think because... You and a guy had a moment at homecoming that it's gonna happen. That he's gonna circle back when Sis, he gets back to when y'all get back to the same happened. city y'all probably both from. Sis, it never like, happened. That's not gonna it happen. never happened. As soon as your feet touch that the W <laughs> floor, <laughs> let me tell you something. It's away. It's gone. It's erased. It does not. It did not exist. It does not exist. Also. Stop lying to niggas. That's this is my last one. Stop lying. <laughs> Everybody stop lying. Talking about, oh, I always had a crush on you. You don't know. You didn't know me. I hate that You have a crush shit. on me now. Thank you. <laughs> you did not know me. You did not speak to me in college. Stop it. Oh, I always had something for you. You don't even know me. You have no idea. Stop lying. Just say you want to get to know me now. Or you want to get to know me for this day or these days. But don't say that you've always liked me. You don't know me. Y'all niggas be straight up lying. Straight up lying <laughs> just to have a moment. You but know, yeah. I just like shooting your shot under your eye. I get it. The shots are limited. The drunker you get, the, the messier the shots you take No, are. but that's when the but real like, shit start coming. Now this is a, it's I love that It's drunk. really wild how we been. It's like you be having a hard time not trying to tell yourself. It's, how is it not fake? That me and this person in a crowd full of people <laughs> found each other. It's like, no, girl, it's not. It's it's the devil, honestly. And you will <laughs> be left alone later for it. Please. But on that matter, there is one more rule I definitely want to bring up, which is to the young students, current students slash young alums on the yard. That is not the time to network. Don't oh, ask no. me yeah, don't for do advice. It. Don't do it. On at five p.m. on the yard. When if you see me on the yard after the football game and my sunglasses are on and I have a cup that's probably not what it says on the outside on the inside, I am not in the place to give you any good advice. Sound life, advice. I am here about to make terrible decisions. My damn on purpose, self. on purpose, by the way. On so purpose. I'm, I'm nowhere in the position to counsel you on your life because Absolutely. here I am at homecoming still acting a fool. So who am I? I dedicate time when I go to homecoming now, like especially usually the, um, the Friday before I get there, my JOMC department, shout out to Crosby Hall, has like a thing for alum and the students to talk. And like I usually do like a little panel or something like I dedicate time while I'm at school to make that happen. At the parties and at the yard, not the time to tell me you want to always want to work at BuzzFeed, Essence, Netflix. None of that. None of that. It's not I the can't. time, kids. Let me tell you something, sis. Don't give me your card. I'm going to lose it. <laughs> I don't got it. I remember I said that to somebody once when I went to homecoming. I just, I said those that line. I said, I don't got it. I don't got it. Not, I don't have it's it. It's like, what is it? I don't Everything. got it. I don't. <laughs> I'm sorry. What is the it? Yes, because <laughs> if you think that I can give you any sound advice right now, well, first I'm doing I'm doing well. 
my face is doing like i i am okay i'm not as bad blissful state right i am not as bad as i think i am because i'd be like girl i'm drunk i'd be telling this girl you drunk who girl you drunk but if i can give you the impression that i look like i can talk or I, i can have a conversation with you although also during homecoming, I am a crybaby. I cry all the time. You get emotional when you I see I get everybody. emotional because those faces are like literally it's art to me. It's like it reminds yeah. me of it's it reminds me of songs that literally hit my heart every time I hear it. Um and some of those faces are the exact same. So I am very emotional. I just I'm not in the place to tell you what it takes to be a radio personality. I don't know at this time. <laughs> I can't. I don't, I don't even know. remember. At that point of the day, I don't even remember how I became a media personality. Right. I don't know. How you can become a media personality. I, don't know. <laughs> I have no idea what any of this means. I'm just trying to stay close to my friends, right. keep my phone charged. That's another thing. Please respect. Prosper. Please respect that I'm trying to make sure my friends don't leave me. Because like we said, the scary. reception is bad. Oh <laughs> if I, when you lose people at homecoming, it's really like you like you at war. You lost Yo. like a soldier, like in the fields, and it's Yo. like, will this nigga live <laughs> past today? Will I ever see what? her again? One I time. hope so. I don't drink and smoke. <laughs> I choose one and continue and just decide to stick to one. But one That's homecoming, smart. I decided to drink and smoke. Every homecoming, honestly. I lost. No, I can't. I'm too, that, that'll make me emotional wreck. <laughs> but I decided to do that one time and I lost my friends. And when I tell you, <laughs> I sat on the curb with a stick. No. <laughs> eating fried shrimp and fries trying to i'm like have you seen i'm trying to, but i have like sunglasses on so i'm thinking that people can't see me or i can't see i don't know it's what's like, can, happening can you leave not, like crumbs like fish like the catfish crumbs <laughs> and people are talking not bread to me crumbs but fried chicken crumbs from the trace so i can find you Yo, I was a mess. I was talking to all these people. Everybody's like, yo, you know, Scotty, what's going on? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, have you seen my friend? And they're like, who? I'm like, my friends. My friends. I, and they're I like, who are your hi. friends, girl? Y'all don't know who my they, friends. Sis? Right? I'm like, y'all don't know my friends. I was a mess. I felt like I was six years old and I could not find my mother. I was losing my mind. So, yeah. If, if that's you, if you can't drink and smoke, don't try to do it during homecoming. Another time, I'm sorry, this is, this is it. I tried an edible for the first time during homecoming. The first time? Sylvia. And I took shots of Ciroc. I won't tell you who's responsible. I'm sure he listens to this podcast. But he said, mm. oh, no, just eat it. It's fine. You won't even feel it till <laughs> you won't even feel it till ten ten hours later when you know that alcohol is out your system. A lie. The lies niggas tell on the yard is something to be. It's what? honestly some of the all star best lies you've ever heard oh in your life. I've actually gotten edible on the yard, but not. But my and this is a don't don't hand me something. I'm drunk. If I think you're handing me a mint. I'm, I'm thinking you. I'm thinking you told me my breath. Like it's my breath a little tart. Like it's a mint. This is an edible. You know yeah. times the day I wake up the next day and I'm like, what happened? Yeah. And they're like, oh, but when you took the edible, 
That wasn't edible. (laughs) Do you love me? Do you care about my life, friends? Like crazy shit, dog. Like I'm crying because that shit was so that. Because it's real, and we all have those drunken moments where the crazy things you do with your friends. Like I have had to knock bitches out, put them over my shoulder, and like get them to the hotel room for their own safety. Like Mm -hmm. we have in the middle of you know, breaking up drama or, like, whatever else made pit stops. But you know what's funny to me with the thing of a homecoming is you're never more resourceful at multitasking as a unit. It reminds you that you're with the people who you've learned how to do these emergency situations with in the first place. Mm-hmm. Like, when people get drunk. And it's like, we got this down to a system. All right, she acting up. We know the signs. Get into the car. Order the Jimmy Johnson. We're on our way. It's the only thing that's open right now. <laughs> get mm. my Zaxi's plate waiting for me as Ooh. we stop by to get it. Zach's and then go piece. to the hotel after. Thank you because I need. That's the only place where I can get wings and things, in addition to preparing for the things I have to do for the second half of the day. So yes, let's. Matter of fact, let's end this with the two or so, like one or two things that you are the saddest that you won't be able to do this year. Because I think sometimes for me those usually fall in line with food. Like for me, one of the for sure devastations of my life is that I will not be able to have a cookout tray in the year of our Lord 2020. Cookout, for those who don't know, it's spread out. But when I was in college, it was only in North Carolina. I had never seen a day in my life until I went to A&T. And it's basically like a grill. It's like, literally, it's cookout. It's like if your uncle who cooks the grill, who who stays to the grill because he's the one who's good at it, opened a fast food restaurant, that's what cookout would be. And everything is against the environment. Nothing is green. Um, styrofoam plates, <laughs> styrofoam cups, everything is. Tra- but the food, baby, any kind of tray you want, any kind of combination of sides and meats and burgers and sandwiches and chicken, and I promise you, it'll never be more than eight dollars. Usually, it's around six seventy five. Regardless, I'd be like, yo, let me get a cheddar style cheeseburger tray, fry seasoned fries, onion rings a hush puppy, and like a cookies and cream milkshake. And niggas would be like, all right, that'll be seven bucks. How? It's the only place where like influx doesn't happen. And I appreciate that about Cookout. I miss, I am devastated that I won't get a chance to taste that high cholesterol, good ass food. That's definitely one for me. What's something for you that you're really sad that you're not going to get the experience of homecoming? I would like somebody to take a moment and hit me up on Twitter and Instagram and let me know how Sausage Lady is doing on the promenade. Um, if you is know who okay? I'm talking about, how she, she been, what's going on with sis. If she has an Instagram, please let me know so I can tell her how many days and nights she has helped me leave the drunken <laughs> place that I thought that I like that I thought that I would never make it out of. So I need Sausage Lady to know that like she's been it for me. You know she's always gonna be it for me. Uh, you are number one, baby. You are the real, true MVP. That's first. <laughs> All star right. MVP. All for forever. That's first. Thumbs up. Thumbs the fuck up, diner. Mm. I need to go. I have, like, I really thought that I was going to be in Atlanta. Like, I really was going to do it. (laughs) We were going to be right there. I love thumbs up. I also love flying biscuit. Jesus, Mm. those biscuits be flying (laughs) for real. Like, (laughs) 
<laughs> them niggas fly. Those biscuits be flying. Right into my mouth. And <laughs> my last, well, it used to be J.R. Crickets, but J.R. Crickets was like lacking. Like they've been slacking for a minute now. So I had to chill off that. But let me tell you something that never, never, never lets me down. American motherfucking deli. That's who. Shout out to American okay. deli. Give me a check. You can pay me in wings. That's fine. I'll take whatever. <laughs> I love American Deli. Best wings that I've ever had. I know they're going to kill me because there's a bunch of other places. Shout out to Miss Crumpies. I know that was one. I don't know what I happened I feel like you don't Crumpies. have to. You feel like you have to shout out every place in Atlanta. No, no, no. <laughs> because I really, when I say a wing connoisseur, I really think y'all think I'm playing. No, I no. do not play oh, when it comes sh- to these wings. And I when I come down for it. homecoming, I go specifically for wings i don't oh mr everything's another thing okay yeah and that's it i'll I'll put my foot down there shout out to mr (laughs) everything but i don't play when it comes to food in atlanta i love food in atlanta if you want to tell me more about the other places in atlanta let me know hit me up on twitter i love to have the conversation but american (laughs) american deli wings anytime I don't, and Zaxby's, and that's it. You said Zaxby's. I love Zaxby's. Zaxby's. I love Zaxby's. Like Zaxby's, I said, cook the out. garlic um, bread. Shout out to the Let Waffle House. Let me tell you house. something. Oh, shout out to the Do Waffle they still, House. Are they open? Do they still sell All Star specials? Like it's yes. been. I feel yes. so removed. I mean, since the COVID hit, like is it still like you know? Yes. What I mean, like it's I've been seen so niggas long at the I've Waffle House. Them. Absolutely. I'm, I'm actually, I'm sure because Atlanta is wide open. So actually, I'm sure those ones are niggas <laughs> <laughs> still well in business. But um, I yes, and so for me yes the. So cookout was my my final one is gonna be and this is an ode to and I kind of know you're gonna pop in on this too, the music and the feeling of I feel like homecoming is one of those times where I will still only hear certain songs that I hear once a year because they remind me of college, and I think like for me I'm really sad that I'm not gonna get to have a like a ollie like a I call it a free zone because it's the place where I lay, a, I, I'm forced because of this is the paradox of being a black woman, but I lay my feminist ways to the side <laughs> to, to ratchetly rap out loud lyrics that stand against most of the things I stand for as a woman, you know, and it feels good <laughs> in the moment. And I I feel like it's the only time of year where I just kind of put my head down and be like, yeah, my name is Susie. And hey, Gucci, Gucci think I'm loyal. I fucks with all the fellas. I fuck with think I'm loyal, but okay. You know what I mean? Like, I, I really am going to, it's sad to me. Yes, people, especially, you know, people swag surf everywhere, but there's nothing like swag surfing at homecoming with the niggas who you actually started doing that shit with before the internet knew about it. There's right. also just nothing like just hearing that trap, like two chains. Like, you have, Scotty has the playlist, and I hope that they maybe put it in the details here. It says CAU homecoming, but it's really, if you went to college, in the early two, in the early 2010s like this is the playlist for you i just missed the experience of rapping right. sweating rationally like with my girls just drunk and just everybody knows all the songs all the lyrics nobody's confused someone said my playlist belongs in the smithsonian so that should pretty much <laughs> tell you that yes 
I used it to get in the mood today. It was I was twerking in the bathroom doing my makeup. The the (laughs) the 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 influence that Make It Rain by Travis Porter had. Let me tell you you something. See some ass. Oh my god! (laughs) Like let me see some cash. cash. Keep those dollars coming. (laughs) <laughs> that's oh gonna make God. me dick. That was actually a feminist manifesto. I ain't gonna hold you. That's that it. specific. That's it. <laughs> there was there was some stroke of feminism in that one. <laughs> oh my God! Like, oh, it just uh, shout out to the DJs that you know we you know that kept us going, and I hope that you guys are. I, I'm sure that you guys are all doing your D nice lives. At least the A and T ones. This I'm week. sure. Also, it being like against the law to not know Nuck If You Buck. And I mean, you no, yes, need sure. to know Nuck If You Buck, especially if you're in Atlanta. You are supposed, I know from top to bottom, I know people who only do like two verses and they're out because that's usually when the DJ cuts it off. But if you yes. know from top <laughs> to bottom, <laughs> it's important if you went to AUC. Yes. And oh. if you at least know Princess's verse, you know what I mean? But if nothing else. <laughs> But yes, so that is the thing, and it's really just the culture of it, and I think just the experiencing of that culture, and I think definitely this year out of all the years makes me have a higher appreciation for the people who keep that culture going on social media virtually, all the HBCU Instagram pages, um, A&T specifically, G Hoes Do's and Don'ts, um, that like was is a page that like always carries that for us, and I really feel like as things have gone virtual, it's nice to be able to know, oh, let me go here and like see people post the videos and the jokes. Like we still do what we call Aggie Pride Shot Fest every uh, Sunday when homecoming is supposed to start at midnight, like the start of the full week. And everybody still did that online this weekend and posted that. So like, I love that we're finding ways to adapt and still feel the homecoming spirit regionally, um, whatever may be. I just ask that everybody, especially the Aggies, because we're the last ones up. A lot of other people's things have passed. Like, please stay safe. Please stay at home. Homecoming is like, well, so that we can all be there next year or the year after. That is my only wish, um, but yeah, man, shout out to homecoming. But next year, but next year we out here. Do understand we that out we here. out here. Please, please uh, make sure that you donate to HBCU and make sure yes, that yes, donate, donate, or buy some merch. Shit, that they make some. Yes, money from that where, too. is there buy like a? Does there black owned merch spots? Like for us, it's Hall Pass. Shout out to Tabitha. Hall Pass um, shop, like they, I love their merch. I'm wearing like actual A&T, like I bought this from the bookstore because I like to give back in that I'm about to say, yeah, I, I buy from the bookstore. I've never, like, I buy from CAU's bookstore and also Morehouse's bookstore. So, yeah. Uh, right now I'm having, I have Xavier University on. I see. She, she's, I'm wearing my HBCU on my chest. But. Oh, my, oh yeah. Well, my mother stole mine because she's so damn proud of a girl who literally didn't graduate but yes, there's that. Um, but yeah, so thank you. This was great. Had a good time. All right, that's our show. Thank you all for tuning in. Our show is a production of Pineapple Street Studios in partnership with Netflix and Strong Black Lead. Shout out to our team. Executive producers are Agarenish, Ashagre, and Jasmine Lawson. Our lead producer is Jess Jupiter. Our music is by Amanda Jones. Special thanks to Max Linsky and Jenna Weiss-Berman. Make sure you share your thoughts with us on the episode using the hashtag OKNowListen. Follow Strong Black Lead on the socials at Strong Black Lead. And follow us too. I'm at Sylvia Obell. And I'm at Scotty Beam. Until next time, folks, stay blessed.